You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go! You do not have to miss E3 because it never really went away. And welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 195. Five away from 200. Get excited. I am one of your hosts, the perennial dating app swiper from Portland, Oregon, Christian Macias. And I'm joined over Discord, as always, by Kentucky's number one Spartan and PXN founder, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM. That's me. <laughs> I don't know. That's the best I had. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just letting everyone sit in that. We're also joined today, of course, by the president of the Tifa Lockhart Fan Club. Oh, we got news on that today. He's also the Nintendo aficionado and the artist extraordinaire at Roro. Hello, hello. Getting ready for everybody. Switch 1-2 later this month, everyone. No, stop. No? <laughs> stop it. Stop that right now. Alas, no Gage Dempster, the Tarkov Teletubby today. He is uh, off working. I think I think he's calling call to work. Um, inshallah, no injuries to Gage's fingers today. Okay. Of course, everyone, thank you uh, for watching us live and participating in the chat. Kira Craft, talking to you. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search podcast PXN. Also on twitch.tv slash podcast PXN. The topic of this... Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The topic of the show this week is the Not E3 2023 Summer Showcase Recap. Going over everything of the biggest items from the biggest showcases that happened this week and giving our thoughts on them. Of course, the show always starts with the Quick Bites and the PXN News of the Week. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Um... Only a few quick bite items. I try to keep it short because the topic of the show is going to be meaty. The bulk of the show will be there. So we're going to run through some smaller news items. Uh, first, quick bite. Overwatch 2, uh, they introduced, or they, sorry, they showed off their pricing plans for the season, uh, including their new story missions. You're going to get three of those. Uh, you'll have them forever, but it's only story missions for that season. That's $15. Uh, you will have to buy. You will have to pay fifteen dollars for more story missions down the line. So obviously, Overwatch fans are incredibly mad, considering that you know the whole reason why they made a second game was to make a, you know a PVE co-op mode that has been scrapped, and now they're asking for more money for these kind of half-baked story missions. I get it. I get the frustration. Yeah, for sure. It's a it's a it's a bummer. Overwatch. I've fallen off of it. I really like the first one, the multiplayer side of it. I was excited for the story mission stuff. It's just it's just crazy because Overwatch should be such a popular franchise, and I, I guess in some circles it is. But it's interesting how 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 crazy they fumbled it because uh, Overwatch should be uh, should be like a slam dunk. I feel like the type of game it is. And they keep making the worst decisions over yeah. there. I don't get it. <laughs> The crazy part is I thought that this was going to be free because of them like stripping back their uh, their single player content, but apparently it's not. Blizzard. It should be included in the season pass. You are right, though. Yeah, in my opinion. The same way dungeons should be part of. You know, the whole thing in Destiny, but I digress. Uh, some tragic news here. Embracer. Remember them? They've been buying everything in the video game industry. Well, some of their stock nosedived for sorry shares in the company nosedived by over 40 percent last month uh you know 
after the Swedish company said a major uh, $2 billion partnership had fallen through unexpectedly. Uh, so now in response to this, they are <laughs> they are going to close some studios. They are canceling unannounced games and they are canceling announced games as well. A lot of people are going to be affected by this. Uh, we don't know the extent of it yet. We just know that it's coming and is very tragic for the industry. There's any small amount of bright spot to this story. It's that if you're a fan of Tomb Raider or if you're looking forward to Perfect Dark, neither of those projects were affected by this, probably because of it being contractually obligated by them. But yeah, sure. Awful for the rest of the people, though. They they grew way too too quickly, and yeah, like you were saying mm. with the that uh that was uh I remember when the deal fell through and that CEO I guess it was having to give that uh speech. It's like oh we're really sad about this, and he looked very sad, yeah. very sad. But yeah, he uh I think they just bit off a little too much at the at the front there. Kind of should have taken a little bit slower, obviously. We got news on Titanfall three. Insider Gaming, with their headline, Titanfall 3 was 10 months into development before it was canceled. And I thought, was this recent? Was this maybe a year ago, two years ago, three years ago? No, it was back right after Titanfall 2 came out. But it makes sense. So, uh, in this interview with uh, Mohamed Alavi, the next developer at Respawn, uh, they were talking about uh, kind of the response to Titanfall 2. And um, their immediate kind of work on Titanfall 3. Uh, in this interview, I'm kind of just breaking it down that way. I don't have to read. It's kind of a, a, a long, a lot of quotes. Essentially, the story team uh, for Titanfall 3 was creating levels, but they were nowhere as kind of um, revolutionary or evolutionary uh, from Titanfall, Titanfall 1 to Titanfall 2. There was nothing that was better than Titanfall 2, he was saying, essentially. And the multiplayer team that was working on, was still working on Titanfall 2, making kind of working on that game um, right after launch. So there was nothing quite ready there for Titanfall 3. And they were saying kind of like, look, look, a lot of people like Titanfall 2, but it's a small group of people. And those group of people that like it are not in it for the long haul. Like, it's kind of a harder game to like, it, it's intense, right? So like, even people who are used to like, more like Call of Duty shooters and etc. Because of the way Titanfall works, it's just, it's harder to maintain an audience over a long period of time. This is when PUBG came out. Suddenly, a, a bunch of developers on the Titanfall team started playing PUBG, were enjoying it so much that, like, this is when Titanfall 3, or what it was going to be, then shifted into Apex. And now we have Apex. Interesting. Like, every time I hear the stories that have been coming out where they, like, there's behind the scenes things where, oh, there might be a Titanfall 3 coming, and then it's announced that it's something else. And I'm like, why don't they just make Titanfall 3? <laughs> but I, I, I guess they have the numbers and they, they've done the research and, I think it's, I guess, for the best that they just don't make a game for the sake of making a game. And if they don't think that the game is going to be yeah. better than what they've already made, I think it's, I guess, honestly, a smarter move to just to not release it uh, and, and put out a game that they can't be proud of. So, I mean, good on them on that part. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who would love this to happen, but I think it's probably a, a smart idea, I guess. I agree. Great. Adding one quick thing here to... Oh, I'll type it here. Uh, last quick by item. Uh, a new football game, soccer game, is coming. 
this time from 2K and in Lego form. A new football game titled Lego 2K Goal has been rated in South Korea. Now, I don't know if I'll play this, but I'm looking at this image. It looks insanely cute. I don't, ha I don't know if it has anything to do with the actual game, but uh, I don't know, man. Just more Lego games, you know what I mean? Like a Lego soccer game? Cute enough. I wanted, I wanted to mention it. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I'm surprised. Do something too. different. Yeah, I'm surprised 2K hasn't gotten into uh, football in the past, honestly. Uh, Look at you. Look at you. I, know, I decided to go with it. I was like, all right. But uh, yeah, that's Let's that is cool. cool. That's it for our quick bites. And guess what? Our news of the week is our topic of the show. So hold off there. Hold off. Hold off. Just wait for us. Wait a couple more minutes. Uh, instead, we're going to move on over to our fantasy draft check-in. Last week, Roe had picked up Dordogne. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, reviews are out. Reviews are out. Currently on Open Critic, that is sitting at an 81, correct? Yes. Uh, correct. That, that should be 11 whole whopping points for Roshan Warner. Let's go. It was at 79 when I checked last time, so I'm glad I went up a little bit. But heck yeah. Proud of this team. I think this is their first game, published game as well. So hell yeah, good for them. I completely forgot that I had picked up Final Fantasy 16 at some point. Oh, I guess in the, when we, when we, <laughs> in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, give, That's give me some points next week. Yeah, give me some points next week. I still can't believe I picked up Hellblade 2, and then the, literally two days later, I had to drop it. I just... So sad. Love to see it. So That's upset. one of your drops. Gone and wasted. Yeah. I love it. Sweet. Uh, I, I, oh, hold on. Control-Shift-T. We haven't done this in a while. Let's, let's look at the current lineup of points. Florida Man Publishing. That is Gage. He's at an 11... He's at 11 points for his fantasy draft this year. Saliva and, Gang PDX. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just want to remind everyone as well. He has a budget of $2 left, which is not enough <laughs> to buy another game. We but we did find out that you can trade games for money. Right. Oh. I but is anybody going to help Gage out, though? I, no. <laughs> I would. You know, I would if he oh, gave me a good okay. game because I got some money. But I don't think, I think that's something you have to turn on because I didn't see anywhere where in our league that you could use yeah. trades so and it might be at the beginning of the year before you yeah. start the thing so so next year maybe gotcha. yeah or gage does have starfield though so points are probably coming true still have a game pdx that's me i am sitting at 43 points i still only have two games on the on the dock here but i i gotta i gotta buy some games man i gotta <laughs> fill out this list Big yikes, big yikes. Roshan, the lock cards, 61 points. Second place for you so far. And I guess that's it. That's, <laughs> that's everyone in the fantasy draft. Yeah. Uh, Halo Infinite will eventually be three, four, almost at 343's uh, Halo 3. That's, of course, Daniel. Man on a mission, 110 points on the fantasy draft. Yeah, Jesus. and I'm about to use the last of my drops, I believe, in terms of games that aren't releasing, because I think you can, you get one that is releasing this year that you can drop. But yeah, because uh, I just dropped um, both Hellblade 2 and uh, I also dropped 
was the other one? Oh, Stalker 2, because they posted an update that I'm like, yeah, there's no way that game's coming out this year. So. Yeah. Okay. Again, at this point, I'm just gunning for second place. Not even for first. I'm trying to get second. <laughs> you, got, you got some bangers coming. Both of you have some bangers coming. There's an open competition here. We hope. All right, before we get into the topic of the show, let's catch up. What you got for us, Daniel? I've got... I went back to Zelda uh, and started playing some more of that. Uh, just continuing to grind there. The sad part is, is uh, I finally... I don't think I played Zelda at all last week because I was so busy doing 20 million other things uh, that I went back this week and I looked at my uh, my map and I was like, holy shit, I've only discovered like literally maybe a fifth of the map. And I'm like, I think I'm like 25 or 30 hours in. I'm like, well, it's going to be a while. Pump those numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, having a lot of fun still with Zelda, of course. But uh, also... I just wanted to pop this in here as well. Thank you to anyone who watched my predictions video videos uh, for Summer Game Fest because I like doing those every year. My Xbox predictions somehow got 2,000 views, which I've never had that for predictions videos before. So wow. I was like, that was really cool. Uh, so yeah, if you watched, thank you. Let's go. Congratulations to Dan. Pumping those numbers out on YouTube. Bro? Um, I, I played a little bit of Zelda, not much, but yeah, I, I was a little busy myself this week as well with, uh, with some other things, some projects and stuff, but yeah, didn't, didn't play any, uh, many video games this week, unfortunately, still ha with this little time I spent with Zelda, spent with Zelda, it was good, um, and excited to get back to it, hopefully some Street Fighter 6 in my future, I'm hoping, I still want to get that game, still want to try that out, um, but yeah. The jiggle physics exactly. keep popping up on my Twitter. That's all I'll say. Wow. That's all I'll say. Dead or Alive is back. <laughs> I forgot about those games, but you're right. Those definitely did not did have juggle physics. <laughs> um, of course, for me, more TOTK. I actually took a break this weekend. Um, wasn't feeling well and just did not have the energy to play. Uh, but I got back into it last night, and I was like, oh, my God. I, I did some stuff in it that like, I, I completely forgot about. Like, There was a moment in the trailer where you kind of saw it. Yeah, I forgot I was in the game. I did my first Labyrinth. Oh, man. I'm kissing 70 hours in it, and uh, I still have only done two of the regional phenomena. A lot more to go. A lot more to go. I can't wait to like maybe early next year maybe this time next year be able to freely talk about it with you guys and just like spoil the heck out of it just dude, I'm so ready, I, i'll be ready to go next month dude okay okay damn <laughs> daniel's like i don't know i don't know if i will be. <laughs> dan loves to not play the games he buys yeah <laughs> um i also downloaded and played the lies of p demo did not complete the full demo um I had seen enough, I think. Um, I'm, uh, as you know me, uh, I'm a big From Software fan. Uh, but the Souls like the uh, what I, you know, not uh, ripoff sounds mean, but you know what I mean. Like the inspiration, the the Souls like light games from other developers never really hit for me. There's always like a, le a level that feels off, specifically with the gameplay. 
Liza P is the closest that uh, you can get without it being a from software game. It's it's pretty close, but it's still not all the way there. And I've I've noticed a few people talk about like how specifically with like the dodging isn't the greatest in Liza P. It's not enough to completely throw it off. But my th my specific thing with Liza P that I'm like I'm not gonna play it is that like yes, it is essentially Bloodborne but steampunk, you know, with Pinocchio. And that can be cool if you're just wanting to play a, a game that feels like Bloodborne but isn't Bloodborne. But for me, like the thing that From Software has that other games don't is this level of of atmosphere and overall like mystique and je ne sais quoi and almost a layer of like bit of the eerie and the uncanny going on like in everything that they do. Um that feels missing in Liza P. That's where it feels like the most like, wow, it is such a direct translation from Bloodborne or like from software, except for this one major aspect where it doesn't feel like the tone is hitting. Like NPCs are too explicit with me. Uh, they're not creepy enough. It's like, oh, you're not powerful enough for this. I'm like, there are other like small incremental changes that could make it feel like truly like they're capturing the spirit of it while still being a ripoff, I guess. And for me, it's not enough to like really engage me. Um, I, I did, however, really m mess up that first boss uh, once I got into the group of, of combat, which is pretty fun. So if you're into Souls-like games, you'll probably like Liza P because it's, it's pretty close. And I also, last thing, is that I, <laughs> I was finally convinced to download the Final Fantasy 16 demo. Now, have I played it yet? No, but I'm going to before the start of the before the game releases because I want to. I really want to play that game, and I heard nothing but great things, so I can't wait. Oh yeah, and your save transfers apparently. I haven't been able to play it yet either, but I've heard great heard great things. One yeah. demo is transfer your saves. God, thank God, thank you. First of all, <laughs> it's great to even have a demo for a first party game of this caliber. Uh, love to see that but yeah you're, you're spot on dude when it we can when it can carry over to the main game especially a huge rpg like this it's like uh, they're respecting my time i i, I love that didn't they say it's like multiple hours long too it's like two-ish hours and yeah once you beat the demo you unlock the second demo oh oh i didn't which know that. yeah uh the the first part is is the opening of the game like the the very first like two ish hours and then once you beat it you can do like i forgot what it's called it's like a, a like a boss thing this certain section that uh, they've shown off before but it's like way later in the game uh so you don't have to do it uh especially if you don't want to be like spoiled in terms of like gear or you know or you know mechanics um but yeah if you want to play the intro it's free right now oh yeah and i'm gonna assume gage is playing Midnight club la <laughs> Okay, swag. That's like twenty minutes of show. We have the rest of our time to go through all the major announcements in our topic of the show: the not twenty twenty three summer game showcase recap. What's oh my that? god! <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. I do not like that. Can I Can adjust I this volume? <laughs> Why? Can, that was awesome. Take me there. I won't do it again. I'm sorry. How did you do that? That I was awesome. Once, at least once. What the fuck? <laughs> There's like these Discord sounds now. And I, <laughs> Is there I, just, a moan? I, 
I just no, not yet. I think you can make your own sounds though, so we could make our own. But I, I just found it here, and I was like, oh, I gotta do this at least once. Yeah, there we go. What the heck? <laughs> nah, man, <laughs> that's good. That's dangerous. Oh my god. Okay, but you can How's adjust going, the adjust the volume if you want to. Apparently, you know what? I had a lot of complaints with Discord, especially with <laughs> you know display names, but it, you know. <laughs> This one small changes. Kind of welcome. It's kind of nice. Kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I think I went through and did this in mostly alphabet, alphabetical, chronological order based on when the showcases were um, shown. I guess so. We're going to start with SGF Summer Game Fest Jeff Keeley's show. Uh, thank you, by the way, for those that, that watched with us. I think I was mostly there for the whole thing. Uh, and I think Rock Paper Shotgun. I think they have everything in uh, release order that it was showing off, so it'll be just like we're reliving the show together. Um, as always, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say what was in it, and if you want to talk about it, we stop and we talk about it. Christian, before you start, Kirik has a brilliant idea. He said, "Don't tell Gage about the sounds, and then use them the next time he's on." Dude, but then, like yeah. we we don't react. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Like, like it's totally normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or that we just don't hear it at all. Yeah. And he's the only one hearing it. <laughs> I'm gonna need Ro has the best memory of us. When we introduce Gage next episode, that's when we do it. Hell okay. yeah. <laughs> all right. A fantastic idea. God, I love gaslighting pranks. Okay, anyway. Uh Summer Game Fest, Jeff Keeley show. The very first thing shown off. Surprise from a Ubisoft original, Prince of Persia. Uh, the Lost Crown, a new Metroidvania game. Uh, they uh, just a trailer for it, and they were going to show off more Ubisoft Forward. We'll get to that when we get to that. But as far as the Lost Crown, uh, automatically I thought piqued my interest. I thought it looked great. And from Ubisoft Forward, yeah, I'm I'm all in Metroidvania, cool time powers. Not the original prince, but like there's been multiple princes. I don't care. Definitely liking the style of the game and and the action and and gameplay looks uh, looks really fun, so I am down for this as well. Not a, I'm not a Prince of Persia guy, and that's only because I haven't played any of them. So maybe I can become one, but uh, this one looks cool. Hell yeah, agreed. Then we got into a disgusting look at Mortal Kombat One. <laughs> uh, absolutely brutal trailer that they've played at Summer Game Fest. I was mortified at some of these uh, fatalities, but. Yeah, I, I wish I was more of a fighting game because this game genuinely looks really cool. Yeah, it's I didn't think that they could top themselves in their uh, initial reveal trailer that was CG. But my God, the gameplay was probably even worse. Like that was <laughs> insane. The fatalities that they just continue to come up with are just woo, unreal. I'm excited to play this when it comes out. Oh. I'm kind of interested in this story a little bit too. Like, I, I don't. There's some small changes. I think they made a Scorpion and Sub Zero brothers in this one. Like that. Yeah. That f brotherly feud just sounds interesting to me. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch like a super cut of the cutscenes on YouTube or something. I don't know. <laughs> Path of Exile Two gets a teeny new gameplay trailer. I actually don't remember this one. I do. Oh, that's it... like the that's like the Diablo clone. Yes. And ironically enough, the first game came out about the same time as Diablo 3, so they were competing with Mindshare mm. at that time, and now the sequel's going to be coming out shortly after 
Diablo 4 came out. It's unfortunate for them because I don't think that they'll get as much mindshare because of Diablo 4, but like Path of Exile game, the first one was uh, very well regarded by uh, fans. It was kind of a, a cult classic. Um, so yeah, I, I'm sure this will uh, hit for the fans of those games, but there's no way in hell I'm going to have Diablo 4 done by then. So yeah. I, I'm probably not going to play this, but yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong too, but I think Diablo 3 was kind of a miss with the community for the with Diablo community. So it might have, you know, Path yes. of Exile might have been just been ripe just to jump on that. We'll see how it goes next month. It releases July 28th, uh, Path of Exile 2. So see how it fares. Yeah. We then got an announcement that Street Fighter 6 and Exo Primal are teaming up for a, a, a hot collaboration. I don't know in what game or if it's for both games or what's going on, but like a, a a metal Ryu was shown off. All right, cool. Very cool. I think it's for Exo Primal, but I, I also am not for sure. The gameplay looks like it was from Exo Primal, but who knows, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like it might be Exo Primal. You're but then right. they, but then they have the shot of like them standing side by side in two D. So like, yeah. it's I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Maybe it's I really both. Don't know. Maybe it's both. Yeah. Okay. We then got another trailer for Witchfire. Uh, early access is coming September twentieth. I think Gage is kind of interested in this game, but he's not here. Unfortunate. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't have much either. <laughs> VR Gaming made a, had a trailer. Here we go. VR Shooter Crossfire Sierra Squad. That's coming this August to Steam VR and PSVR 2. Um, still not enough to get to entice me to buy a PSVR 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good luck, VR. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> And good luck to Remnant 2. That got a new gameplay trailer. I don't remember this game. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I was interested in the first one and I never played it. Um, I don't think I'm going to play the sequel. But it, it looks like a cool... Uh, uh, it's like one of those Souls-like games as well, I think. But with, with guns. Um, like many others. Lost I, me. I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think there's a pretty, pretty good following. So I guess that's why the sequel's coming. But yeah, sure. not for me. If I hear, oh look at they... If I hear souls like anytime, <laughs> I just cry you will. and hide uh, and hide. Again, it's because like they don't understand. They nobody understands from software. Not the way I do. I don't get it. Here's a, here's a hot one. Here, uh, you know what? I'm looking forward to this game. Will I play it on release? I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it regardless. Sonic is back in 2D with Sonic Superstars. Uh, of course, Sonic is in this game. Tails, Knuckles, Amy, possibly a fifth character. Amy. Fans are speculating. Rose excited for this one. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Yes, Amy is back as well, or playable, I should say. Um, I think the fifth character is actually uh, an enemy character, unfortunately. There might be a, a playable fifth character. I'm not sure, but there was the tease. Like, this, there's a new character designed by a famous Sonic artist. Apparently, it was like uh, a enemy that has been uh, revealed. I'm forgetting, blank on the name now. But he works with Fang and Eggman, who are the two bad guys in this game. 
But uh, here's hoping that there is a secret fifth character. That would be awesome. Mm. But yeah, this looks this looks awesome. I cannot wait. How are you feeling? Like the thing that I thought was the coolest about this is that like there's a little play on like depth of feel. Like Sonic runs, you know, up a like a, a pipeline, pipeline, uh, half pipe kind of thing. You know, he's yeah. like sideways, and then he and then he is underneath a waterfall and he kind of jumps up and through it, and like he's now he's above. I don't know. It seems like they're having fun with the gameplay mechanics of so, like that kind of movement in this kind of regard he's pretty fun yeah absolutely i think that looks that looks fun like the jumping between on a 2d scape like uh for the back on a foregun i guess is the best way to put it sure 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 but yeah it looks uh looks good the visual aspect i thought was really cool how they introduced it with the old art style and then had like the split down the middle and you could see the old and the new next to each other it's really cool yeah For us anime freaks. <laughs> Honkai Star Rail. The game that's on PC. Game that Cameron Hawkins loves so much. Getting a console release. Coming to PlayStation. Some, at some point. Love to see it. I probably, I probably still won't play. But Pretty shout out to you Honkai fans. Pretty satisfying gameplay. I don't know if, ever, I'm, if I'm ever going to get back to it myself. But I was surprised by how much I enjoyed the gameplay. I got so pissed off. I, I needed to Google something... Um, related to Kafka, and I'm referring to Franz Kafka, the <laughs> novelist, right? And I think, uh, anyway, and I look up Kafka, and all the autofills on Google are fucking Honkai Star Rail shit. Like, no. Look, look at us in our, in our modern society where our priorities lie. Not with <laughs> literature, <laughs> but with anime girls. Get out of town. I get it, though, but, like, get out of town. <laughs> Liza P., Got a new trailer. We already talked about it, but that is coming to Game Pass. Coming out September 19th. Liar Die. Liar Die. <laughs> Fans of Dragon Ball, creator Akira Toriyama is working on a new anime RPG called Sandland. Will I play it? I don't know. But I, I appreciate the art style. Yep, yep. I... I... I I don't know if I'm going to play it either. Uh, I think this was a manga at first, and people it's like a, one of those cult classics that people don't talk about as much because he's so famous for Dragon Ball. But uh, yeah, I think this is really cool for those Sandland fans. They're out there. They're out. They gotta out be. There. They're making an entire game about it. That's I hope true. they're out there. <laughs> oh, here we go. Dan loves mm -hmm. games by this publisher. Mm -hmm. Amazon are publishing yet another MMO. Called Throne and Liberty. I was asleep. Liberty, Bibbity. Oh no! <laughs> liberty, Liberty, yeah. Liberty. Sorry. No, we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it. <laughs> we got a sponsorship that's, now. That, that's how these companies get us. <laughs> uh, I remember Dan saying during the live stream, saying, "Oh, it's an Amazon game. I'm tuning out." <laughs> yeah. Amazon game. I sleep. Respectfully, I agree. Warhaven is a game that's coming to Steam Next Fest for free. The game kicks off on June 19th. Uh, I think Gage is kind of into this. More medieval, large-scale battles. Like chivalry. Oh, God. <laughs> Which Dan apparently hates. Yes, very much. We're going to spend a little bit of time on this next game. Alan Wake 2 from developer Remedy. Got a new trailer for that. Uh, it looked fantastic, and of course, journalists uh, spent some time behind closed doors. 
and they are really liking what they're seeing from Alan Wake 2. Of course, the first one was heavily inspired by things like uh, Twin Peaks, and now they're saying that Alan Wake 2 is kind of inspired by um, True HBO Detective. show. True Detective, thank you. Uh, uh, and you can, at any point, go into your mind palace, which is like this menu thing where you can like go to, ah, what's her name? What's the new protagonist's name? The FBI agent. Saga. So, yeah. Um, you go into Saga? Sa Saga's mind palace. Yes, Saga. And <laughs> you have like boards of information where you're like collecting clues and piecing together what's actually going on. And of course, the gameplay is very survival horror-esque. And at some point, you can freely switch between Saga's story and um, Alan Wake's. Uh, any point. And... People like this. Great people like Greg Miller liked it so much it now became their most anticipated game of the year. And I gotta say, from what people are saying about it, I like Remedy a lot. Uh, this jumped up as well for me so much so that like I, you know, with this and Spider Man Two coming out in the same week, I think I might just go ahead and buy Alan Wake Two anyway and try to get through it before Spider Man. And if not, you know, I'll put off Spider Man for a few days and see this game through because that sounds awesome. Man, and that's coming from the man who said shortly before we saw this <laughs> that he was like, nope, there's no way I'm playing this. How times have changed. I didn't say that. I didn't say that, <laughs> did I? That sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> no, you're you're right, though. I'm very excited about this, and Remedy's never made a bad game. Like, all of their games are always good. Like, at their baseline, it's going to be a good game. Uh, mm -hmm. and like, I'm very fascinated to see how the storyline, like if they're able to pull it off to where you can literally jump between saga and Alan's story and like, have it make sense and not be like jumbled. Like, I'm very fascinated to see how that works. And, um, obviously I'm sure they'll have like separate stories, but like, obviously it's going to be intertwined somehow. Uh, so yeah, right. I'm interested to see how they kind of do that with giving the player the freedom to switch between them whenever they want. It's very, very fascinating. Such a perfect time to release it, too. It's uh, mm. mid-October or towards the end. 20-something or 17th, something like that? Yeah, I can't quite remember. I think it's 17th. Yeah, because yeah, Spider-Man 2 is October 20th. Yeah, so October 17th, perfect time to be playing a game that's like leaning into survival horror, which... I mean, in that snippet of gameplay we saw from this trailer, looks really cool. And it's still very much Alan Wake, where you're using the flashlight, using the environment to, like, light up and stun enemies, you know, and then shoot them afterwards. But it, but leading more into survival horror rather than, like, I, don't know, I guess, action. Uh, you know, having the camera up closer for it to be a bit more grounded. Feels like it's going to work a lot better for, for me in terms of getting me in and, and, and staying in. Um, so, yeah. I'm I'm really excited for this now. <laughs> I wish I I wish I could also join you guys <laughs> for for where yeah. you go. I cannot I cannot follow. I wish I could though. I mean I can I guess if I could, just yeah. do it. But I don't know. I really like creepy stuff. I like creepy comics art. I just hate the feeling of of being scared. And like when I'm watching a movie and playing a game that that moment could come at any time as opposed to watching something like a, a book or looking at art but yeah i love the aesthetic but i don't know if i'll be able to play it you know what we're gonna turn on 
dead space remake when you're here for episode 200 and make you play it so oh god we're gonna oh like god. we're gonna get you trained for to be ready for <laughs> right? week. god if i could play dead space i guess i could play anything that's true yeah. moving on gotta look at warhammer warhammer 40k space marines 2 new trailer for that three-player co-op so one of us is sitting now if we ever play this. I mean, knowing us, though, we always say, oh, we should play this. And then we never do. But that's coming this winter. So if we change our minds, there we go. Yeah. I think this looks dope. It sounds like a, a fantasy critic game that Dan would pick up randomly. It does sound like and you'd probably get a lot of points for it, too, which sucks. <laughs> it's available right now. If anybody wants to grab it. We then got a new trailer for a unique looking game called Yes Your Grace coming sorry Yes Your Grace Snowfall I was very confused when that when that they couldn't tell if it was a subtitle or not um coming to Steam 2024 I think this is the one where like you role play as like the king of a mm -hmm. kingdom um and people come to you with tasks and such or a little, yeah. little like advice. You're like choosing. I like have a choose your own adventure kind of kind of deal. I think, if I remember yeah. correctly. You're right. You can like choose to spare people's lives. It looks like sometimes you you may have to behead some some wrongdoers. I guess. But yeah, it's like a king simulator. Hmm. Mm. Which sounds kind of fun. I could maybe be into this. We'll see. One to keep in my purview. Uh, here we go. The developers that made World War Z teamed up with filmmaker John Carpenter to make John Carpenter's Toxic Commando in a new horror team shooter. This sounds like a fantastic time to get together with the boys, drink some beer, or, or, or not, water, whatever you have, and uh, just shoot a bunch of weird-looking things. Oh, yeah. I could be into this. Yeah, I'm down. Let's jump in. I think this is a Game Pass game, right? I believe uh, you're right. Maybe. I might have made that up. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Someone's but it. it could be. At this point, let's be real. It could be. <laughs> Baldur's Gate freaks. Wish I were one of them. I'm not. But Baldur's Gate 3 gets a second villain named Gortash, voiced by jo uh, Jason Isaacs. Uh, of course, Baldur's Gate leaving early access coming full release later this year, I think next month. Uh, sorry, August 31st, so two months away. Big ass news dropped here. Spider-Man 2, not coming to PC yet, but it is coming to PS5 this year, October 20th, 2023. They did it. They came out with a release date after day, just have, like days ago saying, we're not going to put out release date until the team is confident in it. They lied to us. They already knew it. They just were holding it for Jeff's show. God. Very cool. Can't wait. And the art that they showed off. Mm. Ooh, and the, okay. the collector's edition. Right. Mm. And the suits that are at, at bonuses. God. Mm. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Real good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another trailer for Pal World that comes to Early Access 2024. <laughs> That's the game like Pokemon, but with guns. And you make them do 
just insane labor, labor as well. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, I am. I can't wait for this game to come out. <laughs> Not because I'm going to play it, just because I I want it to be out. Sure. Stop making weird trailers for it. <laughs> I'm with you. Black Desert Online has a new expansion out soon called Land of the Morning Light. I don't think any of us are Black Desert Online people. Okay. Oh. Got another Lord of the Rings game for you then. Lord of the Rings Return to Moria. Are, are we sure these two things happened at, <laughs> at Summer Game Fest? I don't remember either of these. Uh, yeah, I remember the, the Black Desert one. So I'm, I assume the Lord of the Rings happened <laughs> as yeah. well. Yeah, I be- I'll believe you <laughs> if you say so. Yeah, because when when they showed it, I was screaming for EA to bring back Lord of the Rings: Battle for Middle Earth series, That's right. and you know, it's not happening. Maybe maybe this is when I was making eggs. I was making eggs during the mm. show, I, if I recall. Yeah. Got a new look at Banishers: Ghosts of New Eden. And based off the title, I'm like, what the fuck was this game? And I looked at a picture, and it's like, oh, it's the Donut game. Uh, I'm still not quite sure what's going on in it, but got a new trailer for it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i down to try it out. Don't nod. Love you guys. Making choices. Doing some story stuff. Got some action synced in there, too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm down to check it out. I, I'm also very confused as to what's happening. Yeah. Uh, in the trailer, but I'm, I'm, I'm down to learn more. My friend is trying to get an address for me for a reference for a work thing. I'm trying to juggle that as well. Oh, here we go. Fuck my friend. Fuck my forget my friend. Forget his job reference right now. Here we go. Oh, got a got a new trailer from RGG Studio. Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. It's coming. Th- oh, it's coming th- too many games this year. I just <laughs> said, I just said to my friend, ah, I can relax. There's no games coming out in November or December. I can catch up on the big AAA releases of the fall. Nope. Well, this game is coming November 9th. God, man. God. Is this game I saw going to be good? Baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, dude. Okay, Unfortunately for, for me. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it's going to be terrible. Don't pick this oh, up. Are you picking it up or fantasy. something? <laughs> oh, no. Of course not. No. God, oh, God. damn it. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if it's the last thing I do, I'm going to play the Yakuza games. Someday. They're fun, man. I've never beaten a single one, but they're fun. <laughs> they're fantastic from every time like I've dabbled in them. You do karaoke. You can yes. beat people up with chairs and do little silly moves. Anyway. How many like a dragon games are gonna come out this year? Just the one. There's just two, the one. Right? Ish Ishin came out in February, right? Was Ishin this year? But that was like a remaster, essentially. That's fair. Damn. <laughs> I don't need to think about this right now. Under the Waves. A new game. New trailer. Quant- oh, it's the Quantic Dream game. Yes. 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 They're the ones and publishing, I'm still, I think. Yeah, and I'm still super... Cu- yeah, you're right. They're publishing, not developing. Still very curious about this. Looks kind of cool. Little spooky vibes. There's a there's another there's another water 
kind of themed game. I think that was at the Xbox showcase yes. that I want to talk about. I think that one piqued my interest a bit more. So we'll wait there. Yeah. Call of Duty Season 4 arriving June 14th. They use a trailer with a skin that's no longer the game. <laughs> Moving on. Faith Farm. Faith Farm is a brand new cozy farming game. Cool. cool. Love it. Good for that. <laughs> Marvel Snap getting a new conquest mode. I have never touched, downloaded, played, seen Marvel Snap in action. It's great. People like it though. It's great. People like yeah. It. This guy really likes it, Ben Brode. He he yeah. he he knew the assignment. Very enthusiastic about it. I actually kind of enjoyed his enthusiasm. It was kind of Absolutely. refreshing at that point in the show. Can't yeah. be mad at that. King Arthur Legends Arise, a new Fantasy Squad RPG. Got a gameplay trailer. Game is in Unreal Engine 5. No release date. You can pre-register, though, for more information. I'm okay. Yeah. His beard is too cleanly cut to be like a knight, I feel like. It's like, where did he, where did he go for that? Way, like, mm. Is he from that time? I don't think so with that fresh fade, you know? That's all I was, I was thinking while watching this trailer. <laughs> Wayfinder. Heading to early access this summer. A lot of games, man. The, I for, summer Game Fest was a lot of stuff showing off here. Yeah. Not everything was for me. A lot no. of it was not for me. Including Stellaris Nexus, a new hour-long 4X spinoff. What did I just say? No. What did I just say? <laughs> Paradox oh, also announced a survival base builder called Space Trash Scavenger. Okay. Were we asleep <laughs> again at this point in the show? No, I, I remember this. There was three. Oh. It, I thought it was commercial timed. Right. This might oh. be the commercial section, actually. Yeah. Enjoy Grand Strategy in Star Trek Infinite. Okay. A strategy game by Nimble Joint Entertainment. I'll try. Sure. Lisfanga, the Time Shift Warrior, is a new time-looping hack-and-slash. Oh, I kind of remember this, though. I kind of remember this. This one looks kind of neat. This one Could be neat. Could be bit. neat. Yes, 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 yes. Immortals of Avium shows off a mad mech battle and a new gameplay trailer. I gotta work on the game names for games, dude. <laughs> Immortals of Avium not doing it for you? Um, it's... Oh, no. <laughs> none of it registers. Do you remember what this game, what genre this is? It's a MPS. Yeah. Right? Mage, Mage person oh. shooter. <laughs> oh, oh that was this game? Yeah. And that's coming out like next month, July 20th. Yeah. I oh, I did I I didn't like what they showed off personally. I feel I felt like they were like cutting a lot in weird places yeah. like let the game sit, but apparently the people who have played it at at the Games Fest thing uh, said it was they, it surprised them, so that's good, I guess. Well, I guess we'll mm -hmm. see when reviews come out next year. But I was not expecting people to be high on it uh, when they played it. But apparently, it's sure. apparently it's fun, fun time. I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm just hating. <laughs> two two more on on SGF here. Uh, Fortnite got a trailer for Chapter Four. It was out later that day. Optimus is in it. Opto. Opto Primal. Primal? Primal? Yeah, I think it's yeah. Gorilla <laughs> Optimus Prime is also in it. <laughs> Optimus uh, Prime. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys in, in uh, what you got for me. I played three round three matches of this. Ooh. Was, How's it? 
It was good. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> they brought back the shotgun that is disgusting. And I p didn't have it. None of us had picked it up. We weren't able to get it, but the enemy had it. And we got just destroyed in seconds. So we played three matches of this, of like them getting guns before we did. And we were like, you know what? Maybe you don't want to play Fortnite right now. And we, we bounced. <laughs> this one was just for real. They ended the show with what I thought, honestly, was going to be something Elden Ring, or not Elden Ring, from software. Probably Elden Ring DLC. Earlier in the show, mind you, uh, Jeff is like, speaking of Final Fantasy, oh, <laughs> nope, not, sorry, not like this. Wait, you, know, wait. Use, you know, if you go to DoorDash, you can use this code for cheap Taco Bell. <laughs> anyway, Final Fantasy Rebirth, new trailer, Coming early 2024 on two discs. Two discs. Two discs. Damn. I'm so excited. I'm not like, I love Rebirth. I, I won't come out here and say I'm the biggest Final Fantasy VII fan because I haven't played the original. I want to, but I haven't played it yet. But uh, everything that they showed off here got me excited. I love the open world stuff. I love Tifa. I love the combat. I love Tifa. You know, it looks great. It looks great. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, respect your commitment to the bit, dude. Yeah. Uh I I guess this is a this is a good point to just throw in something that would drop today but was happening at, at Summer Game Fest. Journalists, oh, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll just stick with Final Fantasy 7 real quick. I don't want to jump ahead. Cool trailer. I am still more excited for FF16 than I think I am 7 sure. Rebirth. That's just where That's I fall. But like I still am looking forward to most likely checking out uh, FF7 Rebirth. Finally, the open the open world section from the original game, where the game really really opens up. So, should be cool. Rewatching this trailer, does, I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> Tifa does what? She looks good. Oh yeah, <laughs> she does. She does. She got Journals. the cowboy outfit. Let's go. She did. She got picked up by <laughs> Sephiroth real easy too. Yeah, I didn't like this. Throne. Throne. <laughs> what did journalist do? Uh, Kirik says, I played Final Fantasy VII back when it came out in the 90s and didn't Ooh. like it, but I am so much into the remake. And he says, Heart oh, Tifa. Oh, very cool. Heart Tifa, man. All right. All right. <laughs> not, enough, not enough just respecters here. Everyone's always, ooh, Aerith or Tifa? And maybe it's Tifa. True. No, no, just, just, just love too. And I can provide that. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Journalists at Summer Games Fest saw a behind the closed doors extended look at Armor Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. And uh, I ate very well today. I went through a thread of Iron Pineapple, um, which is a from software YouTuber <laughs> who broke down some of the stuff that he saw. I went on to GameSpot to hear Tamur's thoughts on it. Um, and then I, of course, went... To, my last stop was Vati Vidya, which is like the holy grail of From Software anything for a 30-minute deep dive into what, what he saw. And then he also created assets, by the way. Uh, to He remembered what the UI of the demo looked like because... The trailers that were shown, we have like four minutes of footage that is available to the public, has no UI, but the journalists saw it. And so v v Vati remade the UI and kind of showed it off for what, what the final product would look like and kind of assumed what like the what the person playing was doing. 
And it was just awesome just to have that level of breakdown. Uh, I'll distill it down to this. What everyone is saying is that Armored Core 6 is both, it is entirely a from software design philosophy game, meaning at its core is challenge. Uh, however, it's not entirely Armored Core. They've learned what they've done with the Souls games and applied some of that to the Armored Core late of games to make something that feels you know both familiar to the armored core fans but also familiar to the souls fans that's going to just open the doors for a, a bigger uh wider audience and it, it looks fantastic dude like big mechs with uh highly designed levels with multiple avenues of where you could go like again i ate very well for four minutes of, of video it just looks stunning they're they're level design is great and um what am i what's the word like their their art what can i think of the word for art art direction art, art, art direction is, <laughs> is unparalleled so yeah i'm very excited for armored core that, that drops in august oh yeah i love the the verticality of it like i didn't expect it to be that open even though elden ring is like huge but i don't know what why i wasn't expecting that for for this type of game yeah, I mean, norm normally in other Armored Core games, it's, it's just missions. This is the same. Uh, but yeah, they're... they're <laughs> I'm assuming because they kind of changed the way f flight mechanics work in this. Depending on your on your mech, you can do a lot more, like, either horizontal flying or vertical flying. So it just allows for more, like, uh, you can do different paths in, in a level, not the same one over and over again. It's pretty neat. Every time we've seen this game... I think it looks really cool. And then Christian tells me, no, Dan, you're not going to like it. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I'm just letting you know, based on your, your thoughts on Jedi Fallen Order, you know, where you thought it was difficult, like from software games, like that is the draw is the difficulty. So uh, I'm assuming it's still very much present. Fair enough. Like, I don't know. I just saw like a video like of, of this mech in a hallway and, um, he scans and then like boosts through like dodging missiles and does like a little dodge to go behind it and then busts out a little like laser sword and it's like yeah I I really want to play fast paced <laughs> mech action game that sounds really cool okay Xbox had what I would call and I'm sure you would all agree probably the best showcase of the like. Of, of these summer showcases, period. Agreed. I personally would want a bit more gameplay out of out of some of these big announcements, but what we got, I think, is still justified to, to make it a, a very solid showcase all around. Even at its length of an hour and 15, it's kind of breezed by, in my opinion. So let's go through it. I'm probably going to defer to Daniel for a lot of these since he's he's uh, he has more history and know-how on some of these big games. But it started with... Yes, Playgrounds Fable, a new look at it featuring the actor from, what's his name, Richard Ayode. I uh, I know him from the IT crowd. Hilarious dude. I, I didn't know Fable was a game that's like rooted in like humor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's rooted in British humor. So yeah, it's just, it's great. I, well, this, I, 
my, I'm speechless right now because I would <laughs> like we saw this trailer and I was like, this is insane. And like even watching it, I was thinking like this has to be CG. But at the bottom, it says in-game footage. And even after the show, people were saying, oh, this is CG. It's terrible. Like, I can't believe they would do this. And the art, one of the art main artists on uh, Fable for Playground Games uh, tweeted out. He's like, no, that's literally running in-game on an Xbox Series X, which I'm <laughs> like, Frickin' A. That <laughs> so looks so good. Do you call that gameplay though? When it's when it's uh I wouldn't call it game scenes like sure. Yeah. We, but, there are some like very quick snippets of what it looks like actual gameplay though running. Yeah. Um but all this to say is uh, I agree like that I don't understand. Some people were saying like it, it didn't look that great. I I don't know what they're smoking. I think this looks fantastic. And uh, the fact the fact fidelity wise. Yeah. The fact that Playground has never made character models and like I thought their character models looked really detailed and really good uh, in like their their uh, lip motion and uh, facial uh, reactions and stuff. I thought it was really well done considering that they were <laughs> they're historically a car developer. They made car games in Forza Horizon. Uh, so, yeah, very impressed. Yeah, bro, I. Yeah, I was I was surprised by this too. I, I was one of the people I think when I was watching you guys react to it, I even down below like I saw Xbox wasn't gonna do uh, <laughs> all CGI trailers. Like that's what they said. And after watching this, and like like Dan said, no, this a lot of this was in engine, and there was some gameplay sprinkled down. It's like all right, well, fuck me then. <laughs> they they proved me wrong right right at the beginning. So I, I took off my hater pants from there and just enjoyed yeah. the show. But uh, yeah, I was I was definitely surprised by the fable. Uh, showing, I, I'm not, as you know, I'm not a huge Xbox guy, but I, I agree that this was this was definitely my favorite show uh, by far. That was that happened this week, and I was impressed by what followed as well. My, I'll, I'll out myself too as a little bit of a hater. When I, when I was thinking about the showcase, when I was thinking about Fable later, scrolling Twitter, I was like, you know, this didn't really do it for me. Like I, I saw people were like really excited about it, and like. Had I not known Fable was in the works, I think this would have really worked as an announcement video. And then I, I kind of like pulled myself back and I was like, well, hold on, hold on here. Like, no, I, I, like I thought I thought about Death Stranding too. And like, even though we, did, we didn't know it was a thing, like the way they showed it off was like essentially just like cutscenes or I, I don't know if any of it was in, in, in game or in engine. It, it might not have been. It could have been just been like pre-rendered cutscenes, right? With, with a Death Stranding 2 announcement, I guess. And that got me excited. And I thought, like, there's a whole lot of people who are really excited for the comeback of, like, a franchise that hasn't had a game in so long. And for it to come out and, like, look the way it does, who am I to hate? Like, this is probably really exciting for some people. And I, I completely turned around. I was like, you know, fuck it. Like, sure. Sure. Yeah. We then got a, a look, a trailer at a new game called South of Midnight. Coolest thing about this game was the animation, stop motion, which you do not see in games at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I liked about it the most. Too. This was all CGI, though, right? <laughs> this, this isn't in probably. Game. Yeah, but still, I think so. the animation was dope. I, I, that's the, the style of it was awesome. I don't know what. Do we know what type of game this well, is? Well, it can't. It, 
if they didn't lie to us, it's not old CGI. It should be because this is a first party studio. So it sh- this should be at least in engine because they said okay. either in engine or in game. Taking would... off my hater pants again. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they so, didn't lie to yeah. us. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so I, I'm reading here that it's apparently a third person action adventure game, which uh, sounds pretty cool. And if they can emulate that style in gameplay, that that sounds awesome definitely right, down right. to to see that and that's the key Absolutely. that's the key row like the what's the gameplay gonna be because obviously this is coming from compulsion games and their previous game we happy few had some really cool narrative mm. ideas for it and but visuals too yes absolutely yeah. but the gameplay for me personally didn't hit it was uh, a procedurally generated game and it just it didn't hit very very hard for me and the story ended up basically sinking after the first hour of the game uh, which was the coolest parts that we saw in trailers. So hopefully uh, they have something really cool that they're going to cook up here for for this game. So Gage was talking about the game that Compulsion Games made for the PS4 launch, and that was Contrast. And I, yes. I remember not beating that game either. But yeah, still, when you have an art style this distinct, it's kind of hard to look away and be like, you know what, regardless, it's still still kind of in my purview. We got a trailer for uh, Ubisoft's Star Wars uh, Outlaws. And on, you know what? At this point, like since we're already here, we'll just throw it. This was showing off also at Ubisoft Forward where we got an extended look at, at what the gameplay is. It's an open world game st- starring a female protagonist. I don't have her name at the, off the KVS. And, you know, a lot of people are really high on it. It's a lot of, you know, very cool to have seamless transition from planet to space. You can do, you know, bounty hunter quests. Something about this didn't look like it was going to jive with me. I, 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 I couldn't quite tell what it was, but like the gameplay to me just didn't draw me in. Very happy and excited for those that are going to look forward to this, but I think as of now, like I, I, don't, think, I don't think an open-world Star Wars game from Ubisoft is, is quite going to do it for me. That's fair. I, I feel like this one uh, was more my speed, honestly. As I don't know... I, I liked what I saw from the Ubisoft forward uh, gameplay stuff. I wasn't sold on it from the obviously the Xbox trailer. I was like, okay, more Star Wars stuff. And you know me, I'm kind of Star Wars out as I keep saying every time there's a new one. But I, I liked what I saw from the from the gameplay stuff with uh, the speeder and the the shooting uh, mechanics and stuff like that. And the, and the little guy telling him where to go. And I guess that's like just BB, whatever the guy's name in the uh, Fallen Order. Is just kind of like a little companion guy as well. I don't know. I I I just kind of vibed with this one a bit more than uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I I suppose obviously the game is interesting. I that's what I saw. Yeah, uh, we'll see if I can even finish the current Star Wars game that's <laughs> out right now before this one comes out. Um, but yeah, I thought it looked good. I'm interested enough. Uh, can we take a think- look? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Kirk says, this game looks sick. I liked it a lot, and I'm not a fan of Star Wars. He said, I'm sold. 100% agree with Roshan. And I think it might be because she's potentially not a Jedi, and I feel like that's mm. more fun for me. I don't, like, the lightsaber stuff doesn't always do it for me, and the blasters and the outlaws and the Han Solo stuff is a bit more my speed. So I think that might be why, it being Star Wars outlaws and that, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. 
that might be why now that i'm thinking about it <laughs> mm -hmm. moving on we had a look at 33 immortals it's a new co-op roguelike game with yes 33 player co-op i actually don't know if it's uh populated with other people because i don't have 33 friends ready to go personally right uh if it's populated with other players that that could be really neat yeah when i when i looked at i i when i saw the 33 online players i i like thought of uh there's a game called sky i guess journey is a good idea a good comparison as well where just like people just drop in potentially if it's not like that i hope that they do have online <laughs> functionality because yeah it'll be hard mm. to get a, a group of 33 people <laughs> in together I, I hope they thought of that i'm sure they did but I'm i, sure I did. Yeah. yeah i think this looks really cool though i i am down for this payday three it's coming to game pass coming out on pc as well september 21st um i don't know i, I i'm not quite sure something about this felt a bit dated in, in the way it was it, I mean, maybe it's just the presentation of it I don't, I don't know but the fact that it's a game game pass game alone is enough to be like hmm you know what if there's good word of mouth because it's on game pass i might check this out with my friends over at pxn yeah it it definitely it still gives me vibes of it being you know a little janky like the other games uh in the series were but yeah like you're saying in game pass i might check it out uh with the mm -hmm. with the lads Unfortunately, this leaked a couple days beforehand, or then maybe the day before or two days before. Uh, Atlas, the rumors were true. They are remaking Persona 3 into Persona 3 Reload. However, since then, we've got more information that um, it is not P3P, P, uh, sorry, Persona 3 Portable. It is the original Persona 3, so it does not have all the content. It's also missing the other protagonist, depending on who you choose to play as. In P3P, you can have the female protagonist or the male protagonist. Um, and this only has the male protagonist. Yeah, and that's a bummer. missing the end content, yeah. So if you want the full version, then you, you just won't in Persona 3 Reload. Yeah. That is a bummer. I'm still uh, excited as I haven't played either version of Persona 3, so I'm, I'm just excited to, to try it. Um, but yeah, Atlas makes some weird decisions sometimes. This is definitely one of them. Uh, it's like if you're making a remake, why not just go all the way and and do it? We'll wait the extra extra time because we have this long already. Just may as well <laughs> do the do the full product. But they didn't want to do that for whatever reason. But uh, it being on Game Pass is, I think, huge, and yes. I definitely will be uh, day one to try that out. I mean, we'll talk about Atlas here in another second, but just well, we'll we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Instead, we look to Avowed, which is finally coming next year, 2024. Uh, a lot of a lot of topic, a lot of debate on Twitter about uh, the aesthetics of Obsidian games. Some people are oh look at that. Uh, what, what shirt is that? Is that saying? Obsidian? Obsidian. Oh, Obsidian. It's actually some folks are. Oh, sorry. Some folks on Twitter were saying, "What? What? What is it actually? Tell me. I'm already curious." It, it's actually a pride shirt for Obsidian, and I thought oh, it looked fun. super cool. So there cool. we go. And and it's Pride Month. It is. Fantastic. Uh, people on Twitter were saying the aesthetics of this game look a little dated. Um, some people were saying like you're smoking something weird because it looks great. Some people were saying it looks okay, but like when the art direction is this good, who cares? And there's truth to all of them. Maybe I don't know, but I, I, I the art direction is 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 usually what I prefer anyway. And uh, regardless, I think it looks pretty great. 
probably not going to be a game for me. I've never played an Obsidian RPG before, but Daniel <laughs> speaks highly of it. Who knows? I don't know. Diesel. I can't believe that. I can't believe you're missing a lot, Christian. They're great, great games. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited for Avowed. Uh, and I know a lot of people had criticisms about the art style changing, I guess, from the original CG trailer, uh, which the, the original CG trailer was a little darker and grittier and more Skyrim-esque, um, which the Obsidian came out and explained and said, yeah, originally that was kind of our vision was to be like Skyrim, but then it, it pretty much evolved into we want this to be its own thing. We don't want it to be mimicking Skyrim, essentially. Um, so, yeah, they they did change the art style to be like a little bit more, um, I guess, you know, colorful, cartoony uh, ish, um, but not like fully in that realm. Uh, I still think it looked really good, though. I, I'm very excited for it, uh, gameplay-wise. Uh, and they also said it compares in scope and size to the Outer Worlds and like KOTOR, for instance, or KOTOR 2, which they developed, um, where you basically go to uh, large open areas. There's multiple large open areas that you travel to, so it's not going to be one big map like Skyrim, um, which is perfectly fine with me because love that in outer worlds um i'm very excited yeah give me some avowed i didn't realize they made new vegas yes i've never played new and, vegas but people love new vegas and south park the stick of truth the first south park game was really good i played like five to ten hours of one of them i don't remember which south park game it was the second one was made by ubisoft uh fractured butthole <laughs> Goodness. See if the is getting a new expansion. It's coming July 20th. The Legend of Monkey Island. And all the Monkey Island fans went nuts. I was not one of them. They went bananas, Christian. Bananas. Oh, no. Nah, there was, was right there. It was right there. Nice one. Nice I'm one. trying so hard not to use the Badim Discord sound right now. Oh, you should have. You should have done it. In a, in, a, in a surprise to all of us, Flight Sim, not getting a new expansion, getting a new game next year, 2024, with a lot of updates, helicopters, search and rescue, cargo transport, air ambulances, 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 <laughs> agricultural aviation, skydive aviation, aerial construction jobs, so much more. Looks insane. Also, current uh, Minecraft, current Flight Simulator is getting a dune tie and you can fly an ornithopter on the current... Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, I think I told Dan. So I think I told all of you guys uh, on the show. If I get a new job this year, when this game comes out, I'm, I'm buying a Series X just to play Flight Sim. I don't give a damn. <laughs> or I could uh, just yeah. buy an SSD for my computer. I, I don't know. True. Either way, this game is gorgeous, dude. I just, every time I see it, it's so cool. Yeah. It's just so cool. Yeah, and at first we're like, is this a new game or is this uh, just an expansion? But uh, it looks like it's a new game, for the 2024 version. I think I think the Dune stuff is coming to the original game. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Got a new trailer for Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Dan had picked it up for this year. <laughs> well, it's coming out 2024. Damn it. Uh, as always, the 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 play with audio uh, in 3D space was fantastic. I wish we could have seen a bit more. I, I really, I think, 
to wait this long, I really would have loved to see just a bit more gameplay of Henu, uh, Henua, uh, Senua Saga. Um, but it makes the wait that much that much more painful because we know it's probably going to be a good game anyway. See, I found that fascinating that people were saying, like, I wish I had seen more gameplay of it and, and that kind of stuff because we've already... Hard to show it off. Right. And we saw one, yeah. Yeah, we saw a decent chunk and it's like, I don't know if I want to see a bunch of gameplay because like this game this is the type of the game that i want to experience like in a perfect situation like uh, i i feel like i know what this game's already going to be and i know that's probably not the best answer for people who who they're trying to cater this to like and get new fans into this but like personally i just i just want to play it i just want to experience it my thing is like when I think of the two, like the the like the last Tears of the Kingdom trailer, mm. like that has like small, very small gameplay snippets of like you know, two or three seconds of Link doing something in like various places. I think that could have been cool to see Senua be doing something like that. You know, a minute long trailer, only like a, a like a gameplay slice, just these little snippets in like various environments is doing stuff. That could have that could have like built the anticipation a bit more for me. But regardless, again, like st- this game, dude, like Ninja Theory. Their their capture is crazy. Like Senua looks insanely good. Another gorgeous game for sure. Yakuza six, sorry eight, like a dragon eight. It's coming. And it's called like a dragon infinite wealth. We've got the official title for it. Um, I think that's coming next year. I believe. Yes. I didn't know if it was a, if it was a different game than Dra- like a dragon eight or not, but. Thank, thank God, we found online that that it is like Dragon Eight because I, I don't think it could handle another spinoff. Oh, and I want to get into the series. Yeah, it's it, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because this article says, nope, it's not like a Dragon. It's Eight. not. That's what this article says here, or like under the video. I'm reading this now. <laughs> okay, well then I click on like click on that, and then now I'm seeing the top article say Yakuza Eight is headed to the USA. That's weird. So it so is it or is it not? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> huh. Like a Dragon 8 gets a new title and teaser is what I'm seeing on Game Rant. Oh boy. Oh that's What is RGG saying? You know? <laughs> RGG. What are, what are you doing, man? Well, they have a they have a, sh- a showcase tomorrow, so presumably Presumably, yes. <laughs> for years now, we'll know, we'll know then. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. All this to say, first time in the West. First time in the West. People are thinking it's Hawaii. Um, crazy. Crazy. Fallout 76 now, Game Pass. Moving on. <laughs> Next. Unitsu Gami, Path of the Goddess, a new game coming from Capcom, uh, looked gorgeous, stunning even, rooted in Japanese mythology, looks pretty cool, curious to know more when we see more. It's coming to Game Pass, though. Apparently, it's a mix of strategy and action, so there's like, yeah, Mm. it's not Mm. fully action game, it's not fully strategy game either, but I'm interested to see what the gameplay looks like, too. Yeah. It was so interesting that Capcom showed the exact same trailer at their conference. 
God, Look, we're not going to was... talk about Capcom. Capcom yeah. showcase was just not <laughs> not very good, dude. No. Forza Motorsport got a new trailer coming out October 10th. Forza fans going crazy. Yeah, looks good. Gorgeous game, man. Gorgeous game. Yep. All the scrolls online get a new expansion. Uh, the Necrom expansion. When is that coming out? No word. No word according to this article. Uh, Overwatch 2 Invasion, that was the reveal trailer. June 20th. Of course, we already talked. June for uh, Necrom? Yeah, June 20th. So next Thank week. Thank you. Oh. Overwatch 2, October 10th. We're not going to talk about Overwatch. We're going to talk about Persona 5 Tactica, a new strategy game from Atlas. Another Persona 5 spinoff coming out November 17th. Uh, I think also on Game Pass? Mm-hmm. Could be. Yep, also on Game Pass. Yep, Rooney. I am down. I am down. I've, I've looked at the, the spinoffs I've done so far. Strikers was pretty good. I, I'm, I'm blanking if they did anything else. <laughs> but, they uh, did, Strikers they did was one good. more. Strikers. I mean, I know they do the dancing games out there. are fun, too. The rhythm games. There was one more spinoff, because this is the third Persona 5 spinoff, but yeah, I'm blanking right now. It did Royal, but that was just the game, but nicer. That's not a spinoff. Yeah. That's not a spinoff. <laughs> I, I can't think of anything else. This this is the Don't Nod game I was excited for. Uh, it's called Jusant, and it's a it's a climbing game. That's it. That's all I need. That is all I want and need. <laughs> I, I love anything like rock climbing, especially like VR. Dan knows this. Rock, like, rock climbing VR is so fun. When you have a game this pretty, when you're and you're dedicating the game to just be physics based and you know rope based and climbing, you know, almost puzzle esque. That is very cool, and, I, and I'm I'm immediately drawn in. It, it looks meditative and and fun and something to just kind of zone out to. This is on my radar. Oh, this fall as well on Game Pass. Right on. Say less. Here we go. The Chinese room are back with the oil rig horror still wakes the deep. This is such a small trailer. Less than a minute. And immediately Gage was like, this looks rad. And then by the time it was over, I think Dan and I were also agreeing that it looks very cool. Very creepy. Could be great. It's coming early 2024. Yeah. An oil rig in of itself is creepy. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I've seen TikToks of you know, oil rig workers or even just like ship workers in the ocean in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. I'm good off that, Chief. <laughs> good. New game, cell shaded adventure game, Dungeons of Hinterburg, was revealed and it's coming in 2024. I don't think I remember this one. Um, I, I think it looks cool. It's, uh, it's, like a, like you just as you say, it's like an adventure game with a cool art style, possibly a cool story. Not much else to to really glean from it. There wasn't any like VO or anything, but it just looks like a girl on a on a cool adventure across the world. But it looks looks cool. Incredible. Keanu was here. I mean, it was it was pre recorded, but he you know wasn't live. He was pre recorded, but he was here, and he talked about Phantom Liberty, the expansion coming to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Later this year, September 26th. Fun fact, also, we, uh, we got to learn from journalists who got to see it behind closed door. 
the entire game has been completely revamped. Every system and mechanic in the game has been completely redone, uh, thanks in part to the new um, uh, director. Uh, you know, he kind of took over the expansion of Phantom Liberty, and he, he said that he wants to leave Cyberpunk uh, in the place that it should have been all along, essentially. And so, yeah, it, it, everything has been touched and retouched uh, for this expansion, and that translates over into the base game itself. So, uh, someone like me is probably going to go back and give it a third try <laughs> god i can't wait man I, and i don't get hyped for dlc but cyberpunk 2077 was so so fun so I'm, I'm very excited for this didn't they say also like they um took some inspiration from edge runners like the more oh, god, pieces don't tell me that yeah uh, <laughs> they were saying like one of the changes they made the more pe- the more augmentations you make the higher the risk that you go crazy uh, what was it called in that in the show? Yeah, cyber. I, uh, I don't remember either. But that's cool. Yeah, cyber. Damn. Yeah, I'm blanking on the on the name. Cyber something. Yep. Cyber sex. No, yeah. it wasn't that. <laughs> Daniel got really excited about City Skyline too. Looking crazy. October twenty fourth. Yeah, I'm kind you of can move the... the roads in real time. <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat as Greg Miller on this in terms of. I liked SimCity better than City Skylines one, but it looks like gotcha. two, it looks like two is gonna like expand significantly on the first one. So yeah, I'm very interested. Uh, especially it's I think it's in Game Pass as well. So those are pretty gorgeous too, might I add. Yes. Bro, all this time you've been saying, where is Project <laughs> ReFantasy? Well it's reemerged Atlas coming in to reveal uh, a new RPG called Metaphor Refantasio. Your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I think it looks awesome. I love, like, Forspoken was, like, that type of style with, like, sci-fi and fantasy mixing together. Didn't love Forspoken, didn't. But this, anime and that style put together, Atlas, always killing it with their JRPGs, with their social links and their super fun... Uh, uh, turn-based gameplay it, it's ex- exciting to see them kind of move away from persona and do something a little bit different but also what makes them special with the social links and the characters and the demons summoning and all that kind of stuff so it looks like they're they're doing what they what what they're good at but also trying something a little bit different with the setting and stuff so i am so down the art style looks awesome and they just get like ui i feel like their 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 menus and uh fonts are always so stylish so yeah. i'm for, for that alone like it's going to be a pretty game to at least look at <laughs> i'm with you I, I for me the draw of these games is usually like a bit of a i get to sim my other life you know i'm like i don't know if like p5r i was really enjoying being a japanese student and and juggling student tasks with you know all, you know the otherworldly tasks right yeah so i'm i'm kind of lost on you know with this being like a not that i you you get what i'm saying like yeah i enjoy the student uh role playing as much as i do like the actual like palaces and stuff so with metaphor i'm like what what, what is tri- going to be what's going to be yeah. that version and if they have i don't it. know if i have yeah i don't know if i have a complete drawing yet but you're mm-hmm. right on like yeah in terms of aesthetics like atlas does really get like there's a satisfaction I get to just like maneuvering menus in Atlas games just because it looks so pretty and everything just works together. 
We'll see. But I'm very happy for you. Yes. So happy. God. <laughs> Finally. When is this coming out again? 2020? No, I don't think there's any release date on it. <laughs> God damn. Who knows? <laughs> At least it was here, though. At least we had a name for it, man. Oh, man. 2024. Thank God. Okay. Nice. Ooh. Don't have to wait that long. A lot of 2024s in this show. Yes. That's true, yeah. Towerborn. It's a new co-op game from the developers of Banner Saga. I don't think I remember Towerborn. It was like that uh, they're in the um, uh, windmill and there's like multiple power or multiple levels to the windmill uh, that they kind of built a city. It almost looked like on the windmill, which is kind of interesting. Um, hmm. But then it's like it's 2D, I think, um, brawler type. Action. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, of Dragon's Crown, where you're like a, a group of, uh, just like a small group fighting 2D sky-scrolling sort of, sort of stuff. Very similar to that. Obviously, the art style is different, but the gameplay is pretty similar, I feel like. Yeah. Not sure it's for me, but I don't know. Something about this game still like leaves me with like enough confidence to be like, for the right audience for people, like for people who are into these kinds of games, looks great to be honest i guess that was kind of my thing with with the xbox con- the whole showcase and there's still one more left is like not everything was for me but everything here was for someone and everything that was shown off for someone looks really good mm-hmm. last l- last thing here was uh, a new fps from in exile called clockwork revolution dan's uh go ahead talk to me oh yeah i'm very excited for this uh Obviously, In Exile hasn't done anything at this scope before. Uh, their previous games were Wasteland, uh, they and Wasteland Two, and they made they actually are the team that made the original Fallout games, so Fallout One and Fallout Two. Um, so this is kind of bigger, their first big boy title, I'd call it. <laughs> so uh, the setting and everything, I'm very much into. It's very Bioshock esque with the steampunk feel. Uh, and the world feels very Bios- Bioshock Infinite-esque. Um, but like with the twist of time travel mechanics, that looks really cool. Like they showed off uh, the dude, um, the main character shooting a uh, bridge and exploding it and then using time mechanics to like bring the bridge back. Mm. Like just stuff like that. I love time travel stuff. So like I'm always in on that, like in all of my media. So I'm very, very interested to see what happens with this game. Um, I think it's still going to be a while till we actually get this game. Obviously, they say coming in due time. Uh, so it's probably not coming before 2025, I'd say at the earliest, but very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Xbox showcase ended with a certain direct, but I'm going to save that towards the end because I think that's going to be a fun discussion just to have a bit more time with. Instead, we're gonna rap fire through rapid fire through the Xbox Showcase Extended, um, and then a little bit through the Ubisoft Forward as well. So I'm gonna just rattle off uh, some some big things here from the Extended Showcase. High on Life is getting a DLC. It's called High on Knife. That was revealed, and it's a uh, horror uh, expansion or horror inspired expansion. I should say. It probably still has that squash humor. Regardless, a game that Dan enjoyed. Now getting a horror DLC. And then the first Descendant 
Got its crossplay beta announced. It's coming this August. I'm kind of into this. Kind of into this game. Okay. okay. Another game that Ro was really into, Hi-Fi Rush. To get an arcade challenge update that launches on July 5th. This time they gave us advance notice. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Love that. I, I might dive back into that. I like the uh, the battle thing. I forgot which one it's called, but the where you lose all your health and you need to keep the, the beat going. That looks like a fun challenge. Yeah, the the one that goes like faster and faster as you mm-hmm. go on. Oh, yeah. that looks fun. Yeah, really neat. Another crab's treasure, the souls like game. Those, this one actually I'm kind of interested, but like it's underwater and you play as a crab. Uh, that's coming to Xbox Game Pass along with an, a bunch of other games. Very cool. Kirk was gonna say something. Uh, I've missed where I was. He, yeah, I was just gonna say, Kirik. I was filling time because you went back to, uh, yeah. I, now I'm blabbering on. Uh, Kirik said, "Say it correctly. It's horror." I don't know. I tend. Oh, listen. Hold on. Listen, Kirik. <laughs> I'm a first generation Mexican American. Okay. <laughs> my first language was Spanish. Even with my masters in English, I still speak very horribly sometimes. So I could have just said horror. horror. So I tend to I tend to stutter and slur my words. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive okay. me. My first language is English, and I still <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice dude. Um, anything else from Xbox that uh, I mean? There's the everything else section here, but something you want to touch on? Phasmophobia coming to consoles. Uh, Keanu in the extended. Uh, oh, version yeah. was just great. He was he fantastic, was and Tina Amini did a really good good job. Mm. Oh, she was that's awesome. Yep. Uh, yeah, I just think the idea is cool. Like, just the extended showcase. Like, don't put this stuff in the full one and make a slog of a show and have a great showcase. And then if the Xbox hardcores can come back later and get an extended look at a pretty good showcase as well. Like, this wasn't boring in in my opinion when I watched it. Um, so great showcase and great extras from Xbox, uh, in my opinion. That's pretty cool. And Phil, Phil playing uh, 33 Immortals. That was pretty funny, too. <laughs> Good show. Good show. Yeah. Very cool. I was in office, so I couldn't watch. I was, too, but, you know, I snuck, oh snuck my. it. Snuck it. Ubisoft 4, they showed off Avatar Frontiers and Pandora and release date of December... I will see it when I believe it personally. Uh, I just I did not get a chance to watch uh, a gameplay for this, but I know Ro did. I did. Um, I'm not like a huge Avatar guy. I like the first one fine. I still haven't seen the second one. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and I'm also not a, a, a Ubisoft guy, so this didn't do all that much for me. It looked to me, it looked like a, a Ubisoft game that we've seen before with an Avatar skin on it, a, a par from the flying stuff. But all the land stuff kind of looked like Far Cry to me. But um, okay. I am uh, I'm excited for the Avatar people to what they think, because I feel like their opinion might matter a little bit more on this one. I don't think they're trying to get me with this. But um, yeah, I, I, I will say I was, I was expecting to be more down on it than I am. Like I, was, I, I think it looks like a good game for those who enjoy those types of things. Um, but as someone who doesn't, it's not really going to catch my tes- attention. I think it's crazy that this game is way farther along than I 
in my head thought it was. Yeah, because they haven't really shown much of it, right? In a long You're right, time. Yeah. yeah. Just the announcement and then this. Yeah. So maybe they could hit December, but I, I'm still, I don't know. I, I, when it's that late, I'm like, and they haven't shown me that much, I'm like, hmm, there's a chance it could be delayed. There's a couple of shots that was like, wow, this looks really cool. And then there's a couple of shots that made me feel like Far Cry. But uh, I'm just, I'm wondering if they did some like Ubisoft magic, which they, they do often, a la Watch Dogs and other things where they kind of show the nice stuff. But mm. when you play the game, it's not like that at all. Yeah. I'm hoping that that's, that's not the case here, though. Yeah, it, I got the same feeling from this. I thought that the like some of the scripted moments, I'm like, all right, these are really cool, but like, is this going to be indicative of what the game's going to be? Yeah. Yeah. X Defiant, get another open play session next week, June 21st to 22nd on PC, P, uh, PS5 and Xbox. Uh, preseason, 14 maps, 5 factions, 5 modes, 24 weapons. Roadmap for year one will add four new factions, 12 new maps, and presumably 12 new weapons. Uh, on maps alone, already doing way more than Call of Duty ever did. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Lost Crown, we've already mentioned, Prince of Persia, looks great. I, that, that Ubisoft gameplay forward, it's like 30 minutes long, was like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, looks fantastic. Captain Laserhawk, <laughs> a Blood Dragon remix. This is the producer of the Castlevania anime on Netflix. They're doing an anime now of Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix. Okay. The Division Resurgence, new anime, uh, trailer for, for uh, a mobile game coming out in autumn this year. Not for me. Goal and bones remember that one still Dylan? happening <laughs> it's getting a beta it's coming up i mean at this point they've put so much money into it like i think yeah they got to put it out and get get what they get right beta is coming out august 25th through 28th hey we got a sea shanty video as well <laughs> um, and i'm cool skipping stuff. it row and i'm i'm <laughs> skipping that mario plus rabbits sparks of hope dlc is coming out later this year the Crew Motor Fest got a new trailer. Title will be released on September 14th. Daniel, real excited about Assassin's Creed Nexus VR. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know if he's into this or not. I, I thought it actually looked cool, but like it may be vomit inducing because like some of those scenes, they're looking over the edge of a building and then jumping to like parkour like Would Assassin's Creed. I don't. I'm not sure. Like, it looks super cool, but it's like, ah, they're bringing back three popular characters from the franchise, Cassandra, Connor, and Ezio. So it sounds really cool on paper, but it's like, fuck, is this going to make me throw up everywhere? Oh, shoot. There was a new look at Codename Jade, which is the Assassin's Creed title set in ancient China. An announcement was made for public testing. Oh, it's the mobile game there. Hey, you know what? Never mind, I spoke too soon. <laughs> it's a mobile game. Yep. There's a new gameplay walkthrough for Assassin's Creed Mirage, and I gotta say, I saw some of this, and for uh, for the marketing of this game to be going back to their roots, and then seeing the assassin be teleporting around, <laughs> I don't know how much going back to roots that was, but sure, I don't know. Assassin's Creed, I don't think, I, I think 
my time, my years of being into the series is probably long gone for me. Um, Dan, what are your thoughts on Mirage? I thought, like you're saying, I think there's some parts of it that I really liked uh, them returning to the roots on. But yeah, it was a little weird seeing like him teleport to three different people to do a, an assassination, which that's a, apparently a new mechanic that you can do. It's it's almost you know what it feels like. It feels like the mark mark and execute that was in splinter cell when they brought that to splinter cell conviction yes hmm. exactly that's exactly what this feels like which maybe it's not a bad thing maybe it'd be kind of cool sure i guess we'll have to see um on that but uh yeah it, it definitely takes away from the return to stealth uh because you're you don't have to be as stealthy when you can just mark three people and just instantly and kill then them. teleport yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And of course, we got to look at Star Wars Outlaws. We've already talked about it. So, uh, before we end on Starfield, any extras you want to mention? I I'm not talking about Capcom. I'm sorry. I, I sat through 30 <laughs> minutes of that. It was a little bit of a waste of time for me. I mean, we got a, a more of a look for Dragon's Dogma 2, which Gage is really excited about, but not much information was shown there. Uh, I will say the PC gaming show, I think. Is it something? Citizen Sleeper 2 was announced. I'm mm -hmm. in. That was, yeah. Um, I guess this is, this is E3 related. Halo Season 4 got a trailer. Wasn't it the showcase? <laughs> Stupid. Why? I, we were arguing about this in the chat. Or not arguing, but discussing this in the chat. And it's just I, idiotic. I don't understand. It makes zero sense to me. There is not an explanation in the world that could make any sense to me why you wouldn't show your biggest properties new season that's come out comes out in literally seven days on either the it doesn't even have to be the main showcase. Show it at the fucking extended showcase. What the hell? Like it's literally a two minute trailer. Was, I don't and, know. And not to mention the trailer is fucking awesome, by the way. It came out today and I watched it and I was like, this is a fucking banger trailer. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but like the editing, whoever edited this together and this music choice that they chose, perfect. And season four is set to be the biggest ex fucking expansion to date for Halo Infinite in terms of quantity of content. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little irritated why they didn't put this in either showcase. This. Baffling. I don't know. Yeah. The the two games that I'm excited for that were bonuses that I don't remember where they showed up, but Resistor was one of them. Has a really cool art style. Uh, it's described as a turbocharged narrative driven oh, the adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Looks yeah. rad. And another one called uh, Eternites, which is like a PlayStation uh, published, I think, or partnered game. But it's that like Persona. Familiar. It's like a Persona game. It takes place in the apocalypse. You could date girls. But you could also fight monsters, dungeon crawling stuff. Looks cool. Got its release date. Um, but yeah, those were the two for me. Let's check in with Kirik real quick. Avatar looks pretty, he says. And people are referring to it as Far Cry Avatar. He says Mirage looks good. It reminds me of the original Assassin's Creed. He didn't notice the teleporting. But yes, it, there is some in there. Uh, it was and, purposeful. It wasn't like a glitch or anything. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he said, I'm I'm mostly excited for the following games. Star Wars Outlaws, Alan Wake 2, Mirage, and Starfield. Which, perfect segue into the Starfield Direct. This is 45 uninterrupted minutes of Bethesda going through 
most of what you can expect out of this game. I should have written up like a thing about it. Uh, instead, we'll just kind of freely talk about it. But uh, this game is massive. Of course, the news broke that it is 30 FPS, but it is locked 30 FPS. Um, I mean, just if you look at the size of this game, you can kind of understand understand why. And as long as there's like no real like frame rate dips or a lot of stutter, I think it's perfectly fine. Uh, there's at one point there's a they show off a collection of sandwiches that you can keep it stored in your uh, in your ship and like come on you're like traversing the universe and this game is remembering all these different artifacts in this game uh, existing in your ship and the whole kind of crazy uh, just just a massive massive game one of the things that really excited me was uh, as always the character customization and how in depth they're going not with just like what you can do to make your character like how, how it looks but I, I'm talking like trait wise and how these traits affect the gameplay and the kinds of encounters you can have along the way i think that that stuff can is, is really exciting uh i didn't watch it live daniel what are, what are your thoughts yeah i thought it freaking blew me away i'm just in awe of the amount of shit that they've packed into this game like there is so much stuff to this like obviously the 30 fps thing makes sense when you look at the number of systems they have going on the number of planets the number of things they're rendering in the world like you were saying the sandwiches like it tracks the exact positioning of each individual sandwich like and like that's insane <laughs> uh but yeah in terms of gameplay uh it looks like the most polished bethesda gameplay i've seen in a, you know ever from them uh and obviously their previous games were 30 fps as well but like this looks polished compared to fallout 4 which was their last game uh the ships shipbuilding stuff looks really cool like you can literally build whatever ship you want essentially like they build a fucking like megazord or whatever like yeah that's... like a freaking gundam it's so cool <laughs> oh here's actually here's something i really liked about this is that like when we talked about Starfield, I was really nervous about the size of this game. I, I mean, there's still a degree of that regarding like the narrative quest. I'm still a little bit con not concerned, but like trepidations, I guess. But the thing for me is like when there are so many like systems, you know, I'm always like, do I have to engage with all of it? And right off the bat, when they were talking about ship customization, the first thing they mentioned was like, you can do a quick customization where you can see what parts you can upgrade and kind of move around like quickly. And then if you want to get more in depth, you can like click a button and it goes like complete overhaul. You're like in it and moving stuff around almost like Lego building kind of. And like that is great, like on, on like a more casual approach. Like if I don't want to thoroughly engage with that system because I'm having more fun doing, you know, quest stuff or other kind of exploration, then I can just focus on that stuff and just quickly upgrade and, and move on, which I think is as a design standpoint, I think is, is great just for approachability for wider audiences. And it this thing's so dangerous for me. I'm going to fucking spend 10 hours building my ship. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not beating this game, dude. Yeah, I'm not. You're probably right. I mean, it's... I, I love the ship customization stuff like you're talking about, the base building stuff, too. Um, but what I really liked was, like, the, the, the ship combat in, in actual space and how, mm. how much... Oh! like how in depth you can go into it if you wanted to like i get really weird with these types of games when i get into them like zelda and and cyberpunk i i start role playing like to a weird yes, degree so where i'm like talking to myself while playing the game like i'm like i am the character oh no not like, <laughs> not, not like not to myself no, no i definitely no. do sometimes when i get into it so like 
when they were doing the uh when they're switching the powers to like the lasers and the shields and all that kind of stuff, I could totally see myself being super weird with it. It's like, all right, all right, crew, switching to the lasers, all powers to the laser, all that kind of stupid shit. But it, it, it looks so fun. Like how you could, how that is an option. Like you could, yeah. all right. Mm. Like you don't even, you don't see that stuff in a lot of games, the attention to detail and just going super ham with, uh, with all the different systems and stuff. But, and it also looks fun. Um, so yeah, I am. I'm pretty excited to give this a shot. I was I was impressed by what they showed off. There's just so much, so so much. Yeah. What were, what were you gonna say? What do you mean, like, not like me? But what do you what 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 do like, you what do you do? <laughs> I am so silly, dude. Like, I see the way people play games, and they're like sprinting through stuff, and uh, like, I'm the kind of person that like pretends like I'm the protagonist, and like, if if the environment caught like calls for like a more slow approach and like walking i will walk yes you yeah. know like rdr2 was like most of that time spent was like me walking i'm I'm not sprinting i'm not exhausting my horse zelda i rarely <laughs> like am sprinting on my horse like it's very much as like I'm, I'm just a slower approach kind of role playing no matter what game i'm playing that kind of yeah. thing yeah but not to the degree where i'm like crew yeah <laughs> like i'm voice acting the characters you didn't put voice yeah, acting in the game yeah. i'll voice act it for you yeah <laughs> i can see it i can see it yeah Kirk says uh ship customization base customization planet exploration and space exploration are his highlights which going back to the base customization as well where you talked about it a little bit uh, like it's cool that you're able to do like a top-down view on that now because yeah. Yeah, that was one mm. that was one reason I didn't like doing settlements in Fallout 4 because it was so cumbersome to try to create like a settlement in first person. Uh you know, you have to very carefully move all the buildings in first person where whereas a top-down view definitely makes that easier for the bigger pieces. So that part's pretty cool. I think the 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 thing this direct did the most for me was convince me that I I needed to be Role playing as whoever I wanted to be in this game, like re regardless of like what I, I will end up thinking about the various quests in this, at at the core basis, they I think they really nailed like just minute to minute gameplay of like the the wide breadth of stuff that you can be doing and the the, the level of depth that you can do all these things with is going to be fundamental to your experience and like making all of these things fun and approachable is going to be key like it's i think they said that it's not totally sim like there's a balance between sim and, and fun and i think that it came across really well in this in this direct and it made me realize like the same way i lost myself to elden ring the same way i'm losing myself to zelda the same way i will lose myself to final fantasy 16 i will surely be like ending my nights on a weekday being like man it's already 1 a.m i gotta get to bed because i work tomorrow but I would love to just like explore this next planet in Starfield. Like it, it looks like that that kind of game, and that's exciting. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's um, I was just impressed by this absolutely. But what I was gonna say, and uh, maybe I'm jumping the gun too much here, but the way they're talking about it, I feel like they feel the same way about it as I'm about to say. But mm -hmm. like you think about Skyrim, like Red Dead, and all these other like Portal Two, like like genre defining or generation defining games i feel like this might be another bethesda generation defining game the way that they're talking about it at least 25 years in the making mm -hmm. hopefully it lands but it's so exciting to think i feel like that's how they feel about this game too like just the way they're talking about it giving it this 40 minute long 
thing. So I'm excited to see how this all comes together and to see if they get another like Skyrim on their hand. I I I feel like it'll be hard to port this onto like various consoles over and over in the future. Like, but it's still cool that uh, this might be a, a huge hit for them. The skill tree. That's another thing that looked really cool. That uh, like there's multiple different um, types of skills, uh, just like previous Bethesda games. You know, you have your physical, social, combat, science, tech skills. But then so under each of those categories, you have a bunch of skills. Once you unlock one of those skills, you have four ranks for each skill, which I think is really cool and really smart so that you have to use that skill in order to rank it up. So for instance, if you if you unlock the lockpick skill, you have to then go and actually do lockpicks in order to progress that to the next rank, which is really smart because it it forces you to actually use these skills and kind of experience more of the game that you may not have otherwise um, if you're more, you know, looking at other skills or whatever. Um, and the companions too. The, I was those, about to bring that up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please That's go ahead. So, yeah. The the companion stuff is really cool. Like the the dude who randomly shows up, of course he's been a in Bethesda games in the past who he just annoys the shit out of you. That's just and oh that's so fun. And yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's cool that the companions you can bring onto your ship or hire or whatever. Like I like that they will attribute like a set of skills. I don't know if it's skills or traits or what, but like to your crew overall. So you can like, you know, if you're missing something and you have a companion, you hire a companion that has like this certain trait and now you can like do more stuff because they're a crew member. Uh, I think that that sort of stuff is, is really cool. And, and that makes sense. Um, yeah. Gonna be a cool game, huh? Game pass game, dude. <laughs> That's a game pass game. I forgot about that. Yeah. This is that when September? Yep, September. You get five days early access if you get the premium edition, which is also another cool thing that Microsoft has been doing lately, where you can upgrade the Game Pass version for like thirty dollars or something to get the premium content, so you can get the game early and you get the first DLC for included and um, a bunch of other stuff that's in the premium edition. so yeah, very cool. I will buy an SSD in August to prepare for Starfield. Hell yeah. A new SSD. I want a second one. Oh, fuck. The, I just <laughs> thought of something else. That when you're in space and fighting uh, in space and you can, you can choose board. to board. Yeah. You, you can either <laughs> oh, blow them up yeah. or you can board them. Yeah, that's so cool. Or be civil. You can, yeah. Yeah, you can just talk to them too if you want. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why am I getting kind of excited to just sim space (laughs) as I talk to you guys about it? It's a cool game. Hope it lands. It'll probably land. Before we end the show, of course, we did our Summer Showcase 2023 predictions. I will do my best to get through these as efficiently as possible. I have to start with, first, a recap of our Sony ones, because we, we did these already, and you guys already heard them, but still worth catching up to see where we are with our predictions. Uh, I'll do Dan, then Ro, then me, then Gage. Dan for Sony said, Team Asobi announces a new Astrobot game. Nope. Blue Point announces a Bloodborne game. Nope. Bungie's next project, Marathon Revival. Yes, that was one point for Dan. Sony, Eternite's release date. 
Now that wasn't at Sony. But Eternites did get release date. Are we giving Roe the half a point here? No. No? I don't think you should. Okay. Then no. you're, you're, <laughs> all right. Make it easier. It works. <laughs> Zenzaru game is making a new Sly Cooper game. We wish. No. <laughs> Persona 3 remake teaser. I'm sorry, bro. You should have <laughs> said yes to your thing earlier. <laughs> no. God damn. Kojima for uh, me. Kojima Productions teaser for an unannounced project developed for PSVR 2. Don't we wish would be a system seller. Didn't happen. Stellar Blade gets a gameplay trailer with a release date for October. No Stellar Blade. L. Blue Point announces a new game. Is not Metal Gear Solid. Is a new IP. No. No points. Oh, by the way, I said not for points. FF7 Rebirth gets a release date for December 8th. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> uh, that release date is for Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. <laughs> yeah, the way fine. Gay. <laughs> you have to wait. Gage said for Sony, Tilu Factions gets gameplay and release date. I wouldn't even know the state of the game anymore. SOCOM is returning with a new teaser. No. Wolverine gameplay plus release window. No. Dan leads so far with one point. The only one with points. Let's go. For Xbox, Dan said that Compulsion Games announces a spring 2024 game for their, sorry, spring 2024 for the next game. Didn't get that date, but Compulsion Games was there and did announce their next game. That's half a point. Nice. Coalition is here to show off teaser for Gears 6, scheduled for fall 2024. Sorry. No. Certain Affinity. <laughs> Dan keeps predicting this, it. This was Project me hoping. Yeah. 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 Sorry. No points. Roshan, She Dreams Elsewhere, release date of August 2023. No. Where is this game? <laughs> yeah. Would have loved this. Play Dead announces a new game with a teaser. It's the sci fi game. No release date. No Play Dead in any of these. Sorry. Uh, Arc Raiders releases a release date of fall 2023. <laughs> Nothing. Still zero points for Ro. <laughs> I think it's going to stay that way. <laughs> Me. Hellblade 2 trailer gets a release date for February 2024. There was no date in that trailer. I don't remember. Right? But the Hellblade trailer was there. That is half a point for me. Coalition reveals your next game. It's not a Gears of War game. No. Coalition was not there. Oh, I forgot about this. Indiana Jones trailer, summer 2024 release date. No Indiana Jones here whatsoever. Gage said, he keeps saying it, keeps not happening. No. State of Decay 3 trailer. <laughs> no, no. Eventually he'll be right, hopefully. Someday. <laughs> he also said avowed gameplay trailer with release date. He did get avowed, no release date though. That's half a point. He also said Xbox will get a new licensed superhero game. Kind of a wild card, that one, but no. So far, that's half a point for me, half a point for Gage, zero points for Roe, 1.5 points for Dan. Nintendo, did they have their thing yet? Mm -mm. No. No. So this is not final. <laughs> I'll skip over Nintendo for now. <laughs> we'll see who wins the summer when Nintendo has their next their next showcase. Instead, we'll end today's show with our Summer Games Fest predictions to see 
who's winning today so far? Dan started with Elden Ring DLC coming this fall. Boy, we wish, but no, it is not. No DLC trailer. Also said Mortal Kombat 12 would be announced. It's coming this fall. I would... It is coming this fall. I, that's hard to give you the half a point because game was announced not at Summer Game Fest. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But it is coming this fall. Half point. Uh, the next Call of Duty would be announced and revealed. No. Although the rumors are that it's Modern Warfare 3. However, it was not announced here. So only have a point for Dan. Roshan said that Fulbright open, uh, Fulbright's Open Road gets its release date. Open Road wasn't even here. We saw it for like a brief <laughs> second somewhere and then it never came back at any other showcase. I'm sorry. Just, just w- one second. Is Buck okay back there? Is he just like infinitely stretching? <laughs> yeah, he's passed out. Okay, okay, he wasn't moving. I was like, why is he just his no, arms are up yeah. like that? Okay. He sleeps, he sleeps like okay. that. Yeah. Okay, as long as he's okay. He's good. <laughs> God, so, now that you pointed it out, it's just funny to look at. <laughs> uh, Rose next prediction Katana Zero gets DLC revealed and it's uh, summer release. No. Still no. be more wrong. <laughs> just, oh, funny you say that. Kingdom Hearts 4 gameplay trailer <laughs> shows multiple worlds, a new Hikara song, and a release window of Winter 2024. Like, None, of that. None of that. None of that. Yeah. I guess I could. <laughs> Elden Ring. Sorry, uh, me now. This is my predictions. Elden Ring DLC trailer releases December 2023. No. Jeff had me going there. I thought. Damn it, Jeff. Assassin's Creed Mirage full reveal with gameplay trailer and release date it was not at SGF. It was at Ubisoft Forward. Mm. None of that. Kojima Productions debuts a gameplay trailer for Death Stranding 2. The trailer is set to music uh, from a slow dive song. No Kojima. No Kojima this time. Gage closing out the show with his predictions. Avatar Frontiers gets gameplay plus release date. Mm. Again, was that Ubisoft forward, not at SGF? Mm. Amir. GTA 6 official announcement and reveal. No. And Valve announces a new game. No. Kirk makes Meaning... a good point. Oh, sorry. What's up? Kojima was at the Apple event. That's why, you know. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Death Stranding coming to Mac. Yeah. Also, he Kirk says, don't forget a series a new Series S was announced. I forgot about that actually. That is true. That wasn't in one of the articles, but yeah, the the black version, correct? The all black? Yeah, all black and it's one terabyte instead of five hundred gigs. And it's fifty dollars yeah. more. That means so far for our summer predictions, Row is at zero points. Gage and I are tied for third with 0.5 points. Surprise, surprise. Let's Daniel in go. first with two points. Let's go. Hate to see it, man. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> nice. All right. That is the show for today. Thank you again to everyone joining us live on YouTube and Twitch, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Spotify, and everywhere else you get your pods. Thank you, Roshan. Thank you, me. Gage is not here, but I'll thank him anyway. That's Daniel. This has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Much love, and keep on gaming. See ya. Perhaps this is hell. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're the goat. Thank you. Perhaps this is hell. Quack. Quack. (laughs) 